Welcome to the Emergency Management Network podcast, brought to you by the Blue Cell, the University of Applied Research and Development, the foundation for the research and advancement of emergency management, and people like you. If you are a subscriber, thank you for your support. And if you have not taken that step to subscribe, do so today. It only takes a second. And to do so, you will not miss a single episode or article. The team at EMN is producing some great work and you need to see it, or in this case, hear it. Now let's get into it. In the face of evolving threats and changing threat landscape, it is crucial to reevaluate and adopt disaster policy to ensure the resilience of our nation. While significant investments have been made in disaster preparedness and response over the last two decades, the role of the private sector still needs to be utilized with nearly 85% of our critical infrastructure owned and operated by private entities. Harnessing their capabilities is essential for effective disaster management. However, the private sector often faces barriers when seeking federal assistance for disaster-related efforts. So let's explore the need to change in disaster policy to bridge the gap between public and private sectors and unlock the potential for private entities in building a resilient nation. Today, more than ever, if we are facing cascading impacts of critical infrastructure failure, Critical infrastructure encompassing energy, transportation, telecommunication, water systems, and among others, forms the backbone of society. When these vital systems are compromised due to natural disaster or cyber incidents, the impact are far-reaching and often severe. Failure or disruption in one sector can trigger cascading effects that disrupts multiple sectors, hampers emergency response efforts, and prolongs recovery. The private sector's role as the primary custodian of critical infrastructure is critical to managing and mitigating these cascading impacts. And we need to recognize the private sector's significance. In recent years, there's been a growing recognition of the private sector's importance in disaster management. FEMA has taken steps in the right direction by adopting the Community Lifelines approach which recognizes the interconnection between critical infrastructure sectors and promotes a more comprehensive response framework. Additionally, including the private sector in the national response framework highlights its pivotal role in disaster management. And these initiatives foster a greater understanding of the private sector's contributions and promote collaboration between public and private entities. We need public policy enhancing private sector eligibility. Despite recognition of the private sector significance, disaster policies often exclude private entities from receiving federal assistance for disaster preparedness, mitigation, response, and recovery efforts. This limitation poses a significant challenge as private sector entities frequently bear the brunt of disaster impacts and costs. To address this issue, disaster policy must be revised to expand private sector eligibility for federal mitigation and preparedness and grant programs. By adjusting cost-sharing arrangements, providing incentives, 
and creating appropriate disincentives, the private sector can be encouraged to invest in critical capabilities and addressing vulnerabilities before disaster strikes. This approach benefits private entities by strengthening their ability to withstand and recover from disasters and contributes to the nation's resilience. It is critical to work with the private sector to mitigate catastrophic risks. Establishing private sector eligibility for federal assistance programs is essential in mitigating catastrophic risks. Allowing private entities to participate in these programs empowers them to address critical capability gaps and enhance their preparedness for potential disasters. Investing in private sector's resilience reduces the likelihood of magnitude catastrophic impacts on the people and communities we serve. And this proactive approach emphasizes the importance of prevention and preparedness and enabling us to build more resilient nations. Private public partnership is essential step forward for a resilient future. Strong public-private partnerships are critical to achieving comprehensive and effective disaster management systems. The private sector possesses valuable knowledge and experience and resources that combined with government expertise can drive innovation and ensure more robust and coordinated disaster response efforts. By aligning policies, fostering information sharing, and incentivizing private sector investments, we can establish a resilient future where collaboration and innovation are at the forefront of disaster management. As our threat landscape evolves, disaster policy must adapt to meet future challenges. Recognizing the critical role of the private sector in disaster management is paramount. By enabling private sector eligibility for federal assistance programs, we can bridge the gap between the public and private sectors and unlocking the full potential of private entities in building a resilient nation. Expanding private sector eligibility for federal mitigation and preparedness grant programs requires careful consideration and policy adjustments. One crucial aspect is revisiting cost-sharing arrangements and ensure that they're fair and equitable for private entities. Investing in disaster preparedness and resilience should not solely fall on the private companies. And by offering appropriate cost-sharing adjustments, the government can incentivize private entities to invest in enhancing their capabilities and addressing vulnerabilities. Furthermore, the government should incentivize private sector participation in disaster preparedness efforts. These incentives can take various forms such as tax credits, regulatory benefits, or streamlined access to resources and expertise. By offering tangible benefits, the government can encourage private entities to proactively invest in disaster resilience ultimately reducing the potential for widespread disruption and damage during disasters. Additionally, it is essential to establish disincentives for noncompliance or inadequate preparedness within the private sector. This can include penalties or regulatory measures for companies that fail to prioritize disaster resilience or meet established standards. By holding private entities accountable for their role in disaster management, we create a culture of responsibility and incentivize proactive 
measures to mitigate risks. Effective public-private partnerships are critical to the resilient future, and government agencies and private entities must collaborate, sharing information, expertise, and resources. And this can be facilitated through public-private forums, joint planning exercises, and establishing trust communication channels. Working together, the public and private sectors can address disaster management's complexities. Investing in private sector disaster resilience also has broader economic benefits. And by empowering private entities to prepare for and respond to disasters, we minimize disruptions to the critical services, maintain business continuity, and safeguard employment opportunities. A resilient private sector contributes to the overall economic stability, allowing communities to recover faster and thrive in the aftermath of a disaster. Disaster policy must evolve to harness the private sector's capabilities fully. And by expanding private sector eligibility for federal assistance programs, adjusting cost-sharing arrangements, and providing incentives or disincentives, we can empower private entities to invest in disaster preparedness and resilience. Public-private partnerships play a crucial role in fostering collaboration and driving innovation by working together. We can build a more resilient future where the combined efforts of public and private sector ensure the safety and well-being of our nation, its communities, in the face of evolving threats. Thank you so much for spending time with us today at the Emergency Management Network. And like I said before, if you're not subscribed yet, go over to the Emergency Management Network, Substack, subscribe over there. Don't miss a single episode. Don't miss a single article and support good journalism in the emergency management space. Until next week, stay safe and stay hydrated.